0: Hey, foods up, Eddie here again, checking in. It's Monday, July 30th, end of the sales month for any of those salespeople out there. Today, we're gonna pick up from a few months back. This is gonna be episode three. We're following up on what happens when you have an idea and how do you get that idea out of your head and into a product that people can actually use. The last episode, we talked about how I created Foods Up while being in line at a Starbucks trying to order a coffee, wrote it down on paper, created some Photoshop uh, renditions that I can show how the screens looked on my phone. And then from there, what what was the next steps? Do I take these ideas to an incubator? Do I go full on and throw a bunch of money into it to test it? What do I do? For me, I was just graduating college and I was a finance major at San Diego State. And I, I, didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I hadn't really been through this process before. But what I did know is food tech startups were kind of starting up. The Grubhub, the uh, like Munchie Movers kind of delivery style. It was kind of a new trend. It had been around for a while. But it was starting to gain popularity, especially in the uh, venture capital world. I was nowhere near able to raise any money because I didn't have any customers. I had zero traction. I didn't even have a product. I'm super uncomfortable asking for anything, let alone a check for X amount of dollars to pay back if my business doesn't generate any money. So what I did, and I don't recommend this to anybody, was I had to build a prototype. So I went to the internet. I searched Craigslist. I searched for mobile app developers. So I Googled it found some development houses nearby, and eventually, after calling around, I spoke with the guy who invented the and designed the Surfline app, so anyone in California who goes to Surfline to check the wave report, I talked to the founder of that, and then I talked to a few other local development houses while well, the development house business model had grown dramatically. So prices had jumped, if you're a mid-sized development house, from affordable for someone who has a full-time job and just graduated college, to our minimum bid is $50,000. No way in heck I was going to be able to bring that that sort of money anywhere, let alone I didn't want to ask family and friends for it, because I'm the guy who's always had an idea, always followed through on it, never really made it anywhere, so... Why would I ask my friends and family? They kind of know what they think is going to end up happening. They don't think anything would come of it. And I would be uncomfortable, so I just didn't do it. Well, after calling around for two months, I found a local shop in San Diego, and they're called ZipDev, and they actually outsource developers to other countries, such as Mexico, to where they can offer building products for much less. And I, being a broke college student, I didn't have any money, job I was was in at the time, I did not enjoy and I was not having a good time. So while at the gym, I networked and found a guy who ran a sports supplement company and he was looking for a sales manager. Long story short, you could cash out your 401k if you no longer work for that company. So I left my good job for another job and liquidated my 401k and paid about 48% tax and fees on my money to build this product i took 2500 bucks i put it in to get my first prototype mind you the prototype was bare bones and it was hooked up to an api which pulled menu data from a large menu database so from anywhere I can search for pizza and it would pull up pizza and it would format it in a way where I could filter by price distance away from me and total miles away. That was the core of foods up. And it was developed in a, in a stat in a language and a platform called meteor, which being, I don't know much about code, but what I do know is not very many people know meteor. So I paid all this money for this product and I had, now we have, three people on the team to help work on it one of them being a coder and he didn't know meteor so kind of a pickle but we were able to work with it and we've been dealing with that for the greater part of a year and a half we've actually right now we're converting all the meteor stuff and we're updating it into new code to where we can actually white label the product but By taking 2,500 bucks, doing a bunch of research, I was able to get this prototype and show it off to restaurants. My goal was to validate my idea, not only with users or people that would find it beneficial, but also customers of restaurants who I could charge a monthly service fee for hosting their menu. Keep in mind, if you're building an app or any kind of software, there's billions. There's, There's millions, millions, and millions of these apps everywhere, and there's millions of websites. Very difficult to get your product to stand out, let alone to differentiate your product, to have a better price point, to have a better economies of scale. It's super, super difficult. So knowing what you do and what your product can do for somebody is a huge advantage. What Foods Up can do is if you're anywhere and you search for a burrito, it'll find the closest one if it's in there. Unfortunately, the product that we used was relying on other people's data. A large menu database company that had 10,000 restaurants all over the US and absolutely zero of them served burritos where I lived in Southern California. So this giant project that I spent my 401k on didn't give me what I wanted and I couldn't add anything to it. It was a closed API. So now I was back to square one with a product that worked, but a product that I couldn't work with. And that was tough. But what we were able to do is bring in a bunch of development with our coder, Chris, who is phenomenal. He's a backend developer. So he's able to understand databases and stuff. So he had to build an entire ecosystem for us to be able to build a database, to host a database, and to show a database on the front end of a user app. And this took months, months and months and months and months of work. For me, being the idea guy, I don't really understand how much work it really took. I really didn't. And so I was impatient and I was, I was getting bummed out. Being an entrepreneur and definitely in your own startup, you definitely have to learn the key of patience because you may want it now, but it's taking years to get the progress that we want. And once you finally start getting it, you really understand that, man, I'm in this for the long run. So after we built this product, we took it to restaurants and we were like, hey, I can put your menu in my app with photos and people can search for your food by your restaurant name or the ingredients in your food or the food uh, food type, burrito, pizza, sandwich. You get the gist of it. So what ended up happening is they wanted to know, how do I order, how, do, how does my restaurant get the order from your phone into my restaurant so I can make it? I had never ran into this problem until that question was asked. And so what ended up happening was after about a year and a half of business development and learning the market and kind of trying to grow this product organically on our own. We really had to rely on the sol- social media landscape to find work to do because we couldn't build a product fast enough. And what we had was a food information app. It wasn't a food ordering app. And the toughest thing for us was there are there's hundreds, thousands of POS systems for restaurants. This problem is huge everybody's run into it what we ended up finding was a printer by a company called eat a bit on the east coast where the the founder actually had this same problem and instead of building another food app he built a pos you know a universal pos system it's a printer that would hook up to you plug into the wall it hook up to the cell network and you could design your product to print into it And you could print custom receipts. You could process credit cards through Stripe, which is what we did. And we were able to kind of preload these customers into our cube. These are customers that are willing to pay us a monthly fee and allow us to take a percentage of sales. We had about 10 restaurants lined up. The problem is the Meteor code updated. We were dead in the water. It was too much work to build take our web app iPhone app and to allow the printers to to take the printer code and merge them together and for them to work smoothly it's just it was just very 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 difficult so that's what's caused us to reboot again and now we're our 2.0 version of foods up it's gonna have some some new features but we're uh we're still pushing we're still working the next episode we're going to talk about how to price our product to fit into a market that's super super crowded and crowded by big heavy players like uber eats grubhub yelp grubhub actually just spent 390 million dollars to purchase level up which is a royalty program for people who order food so if anybody wants to be part of this podcast or to just shoot me some info give me a follow at foods up app on Instagram. Uh, Until next time, guys. See ya.